Seven Lamb Productions presents Atlas Avenue Beat. It was three days before Christmas now, and once again I was trying to get a hold of Paul. Where the hell could he be? Even the captain and Arthur had no idea. Hmm. I lost track of him after my run-in with the biplane. This had to do with Bethany. I was sure of it. Maybe I could devote some time to see if I could locate But right now I was heading to Cafe Verde, the Mexican diner on Mean Street. They took Lauren's body back to her hometown to be buried. I thought about making a trip for a funeral. Jacob and Dick planned on going too. Big Jambo, over here. Arthur was waving me over to a booth. Hello, Arthur. There he is! I was trying to be nicer to Arthur since it seemed like he truly wanted to be friends. And after he helped me again, how could I decline? Although I forced him to fix my will, there's no way I'd be buried with or even near him. You tried Paul again? I did. You? I call every day. No answer. I'm worried about him. I'm sure he's fine. He's probably just having sex and eating pie. You know, as he does. Sure, but it's unlike him to not annoyingly pop up in my life. Not for this long. (laughs) You mean like me? Yes, I do. Just then, Edith and Joey entered the cafe. Joey? Joey Evernuckle? You okay? He's fucking fine. I'm I'm okay, Mr. Luck. It's cause he's smoking now. He had a cigarette before we came in. Since when do you smoke? Since I became you and took over the B.I. business. I told you, that's not happening. I still want to be like you. I'm trying to quit smoking. But I'm trying to start. I rolled my eyes and got up. I sat next to Arthur so Edith and Joey could have the same side. Go ahead, honey bunches. You take the inside seat. Why? So I can protect you. From who? The fucking waitress? It's like when we walk along the sidewalk. I always walk on the outside so I can fight any car that may try to attack. I don't want the inside. But, honey... No, get in there! Fine. I can still protect you from the inside because I'm swift and swiftness is key. It's like my teacher said, swiftness leads to greatness, and greatness leads to awesomeness. What grade were you? It was my kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Rosenthal. She said that to you in kindergarten? I was surprised, too. The reason we were all together was to talk about the last case and catch up. Edith and Joey had somehow found me on the yacht, and that was all because Joey's investigative skills led him from the hospital to the museum, to the hotel, to the abandoned house, to the police station, to a reporter, to eventually the yacht. I helped too! Yeah, we were a team. I had offered Joey some cases to start out, but apparently Edith wanted some cases too. Come on, Mr. J. You said you had too many cases, and if Joey's gonna do some, so can I. You really want to be a P.I.? Why the fuck not? It means we'll have to hire another secretary. So fucking what? I'll do the damn interviews. It wouldn't be that bad of an idea to expand the business. 
Look at Big Jimbo, promoting his co-workers, chilling with his bestie. I'm still worried about Paul. Yeah, where is that tubby shit? We don't know. Last time I talked to him, he was in Harrisburg. I knew it. Probably eating pie and having sex. Gross. You visiting Bethany? I think so. Okay, well that makes me feel a little better. Hopefully he's back by Christmas. You buy him a life-size standee? Yeah, of Ernest Hemingway. It was the only one I could find. Mr. J, you gonna talk to that Andrew guy? Wiseman? Yeah, I was gonna wait till after the funeral, though. Sorry about your devil friend. Lauren. Devil Lauren? No, for now, just Lauren. Told you she wasn't so bad, Mr. J. I'm gonna miss her. You know what I'm gonna miss? My goddamn rocket launcher dick didn't let me keep. Now my raccoon problem is out of hand. You can't blow up a bunch of raccoons. I was just gonna scare him a little. Dick wouldn't even let me use any of his other stuff. He did have access to a lot of weapons. Remember in that house? Bang, bang, pop, pop, bang, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that was awesome. Yes, Arthur, I do remember. Crazy that I got shot on the dock by one guy, but somehow managed to avoid fire from a bunch of dudes storming a dilapidated old house. Probably because I wasn't there to protect you. Or maybe because you're getting older and you're not as swift anymore. How does that make sense? I don't know. Ask Mrs. Rosenthal. <sighs> After lunch, I went back to my place. I hadn't returned to the office since the poker game, and I didn't plan on returning till after Christmas. I didn't know what to do with myself right now. My arm was feeling better, but it was still wrapped up. Maybe I should take a nap. As my eyes slowly drifted, I noticed the vase. A nice vase that reminded me of Lauren. It sat on an Ikea pedestal by the front door. I was glad I kept it. My eyes closed and I thought back to the days in Rodega Bay with Lauren walking along the beach. I was about to fall asleep when... I jumped up. Something hit against my window. Holy shit! Paul! Paul came crawling in through the window. Hey, Jimmy John. Paul, you've been gone a long time. I got lost in the Pennsylvanian woods. Edith told me you were in Harrisburg. No, I wasn't. I was in Pennsylvania. Right. But you got lost. Weren't you with Bethany? For a little while, but they made heat with fire and had cold vegetables. <laughs> and no Netflix. Figures. So Bethany told me to run away. She told you to run away because they didn't have Netflix? No, she told me to go home because it was her fight and her family's. I'm worried about her, though. She said there were death threats, and after I escaped the woods, I overheard some locals say that the bad guys are going to storm the Irish village. Amish. I... Irish. Amish. Hamlish. Marvin? (laughs) Gay. (laughs) Never mind. I told her she should get her family to get a bunch of guns and fight them off, but apparently the Irish don't like to fight. Actually, the Irish do. The Amish don't. Well, I offered to help, but she told me to go, and then she cried. What if these bad highwaymen kill her and her family? Who will I have sex with, and who will make me my goddamn pies? And also, you love her. Well, of course I do, Jimmy John. I love to have sex with her, and I love that she can make pies. <sighs> okay. Well, Paul, maybe it sounds like Bethany needs help. Maybe we should go to the police? I am the police! I meant the police where she is. They won't help. Really? I already tried. I think they were paid off. Or maybe they're just lazy. That's not good. Yeah, and apparently uh, they're a bunch of bad guys. What do we do? I want to help, but I, I need help. 
Arthur and I could help. Maybe even Edith and Joey. Joey? Joey Evernuckle. Oh. But what about weapons? We need lots and lots of weapons. Hmm. Where are we going to get a big supply of weapons? I smirked. I thought about Dick, Arthur, the abandoned house, and Robocop. Paul? I have an idea. Atlas Avenue Beat. Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb. Starring Jack Austin as Locke. Amy LeRae as Edith. James Sweezy as Paul. Brian Messick as Arthur. Robert M. Lamb as Joey. Corey Pettit as Lauren. Aiden Diamond as Simon. Contendo as Byman. Mike Lenhart as Curator. John Harrow as Dick. Brett Wilkins as Donald, and Mallory Presley as Bethany. Co-starring Mitchell Beck, Evelyn, Seth York, Crystal Hall, James Brown, Cody Meadows, Louis Farron, Caitlin Spring, Dennis Caldwell, Amber Simpson, Sean Sullivan, Hope Ennis, Melanie Kissel, and Luke Hurt. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Also, check out www.7lamb.com for other podcasts such as this one. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 7 Podcasts and on Twitter and Instagram at 7 Podcasts. This has been a Seven Lamb production.